Welcome to Healing Hearts, Empowering Critical Care Providers. The information provided in this podcast is general in nature and is intended as a training tool for Children's Hospital and Medical Center personnel. This podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Complete information regarding the podcast, including its limitations on usage, is available under the episode description. Hi, this is Sean Akers. I am a pediatric psychologist at Children's Hospital and Medical Center here in Omaha, Nebraska, and I'm here with my good friend, Amanda Adams, patient relations manager at Children's Hospital and Medical Center. What are we here to talk about today? The best subject ever. Today, <laughs> we are talking about coping with change or just the idea of change even. The idea of change and then how do we cope with it? And how do we cope? I like that. That's a good idea. So as you are listening to this, I can only imagine that you're thinking of 800 different changes that have happened within your life. So, Or just today. Or just today. Maybe there's 800 <laughs> that happened today, which is completely something that could be doable. Very, very doable. You know, as you're thinking, just kind of browse some of those changes and think of some of them that you could not go back on, right? Some of those changes where maybe in the moment they felt daunting, but now that they've happened, they've been implemented, would you ever be able to go back? Do you have something in mind? Yeah, I mean, I think, we, you know, when we've talked earlier, I was thinking uh, uh, you brought up the medical record changes. Yes. You know, it wasn't that long ago that we were all writing in paper charts. Uh, when I started here uh, 19 years ago, it was all paper. All paper. So any of you listening as far as, as being able to relate to that piece, could you ever go back? Now that you've been involved with this um, electronic medical record system, could you ever go back to the paper charting? Could you, Sean? <laughs> you know, I think it really highlighted how many, how limited it is and how we could. But uh, while a lot of us struggle with doing all of that with electronic medical records, uh, it really has helped yeah. with patient care in so many ways. You know, I think about my role, even having access to an EMR, I am able to handle concerns and complaints and be able to utilize the information given in a medical record to help assess the situation and get the appropriate people involved. It's incredibly useful for me. Now, granted, I don't do documentation, but just the process itself has been really beneficial for me. So, you know, I'm sure a lot of you can relate to how that has made a positive change Mm -hmm. while it could have been really overwhelming. Right. And, you know, and I think of also just how our jobs change, the bigger parts of our jobs. You know, just this year, I'm involved in a number of new clinics that I was not involved in just last year. Yeah. And, you know, think about your day. So think about when you come in, whatever time your shift starts, right? Think about what you might have planned for your day. For me, I kind of have a morning meeting I attend every day and then so on and so forth throughout the day. There's might be scheduled meetings. There might be things I have planned. Does it always go that way? (laughs) No. No. So the answer is no. So if you really think about it, every single day is involving change. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that change can be overwhelming and sometimes that change can be better for us. But, you know, how do you you cope with it when it's not great for you? That's a good idea. You know, and the first things that I would really work on is, is saying some things that are kind of obvious, but the, the reason we bring up obvious things is because we often forget those things because they seem so obvious. But the first thing is that uh, change is inevitable. Yes. You know, we, we all have to cope with change, whether that's small things or big things or things with our jobs, things at home, things happen. 
you know, my, my kids are all in college or my youngest is in college now. And that changes, you know, the kids grow up and our, everything changes. Yes. I even think about when I, this was a huge change and some, some of you can relate to this as a mom, you know, you are on maternity leave for 12 weeks with a brand new infant and you're doing everything for that baby. And then you go back to work and you hand off your baby to a random person at a daycare center. Yeah. That was the most awful, difficult change <laughs> that I think that I've ever gone through. Mm-hmm. Not understanding how amazing it is. Because I have a very independent, smart, engaged, socially like his mother. Very just wonderful, just a very fun kid that I don't think that I could have given him, given him that. Yeah. But because we chose to do daycare and have me work as a mom, that change has actually been the most beneficial thing I think I could have could have given to my son. Yeah. In the moment, absolutely not. <laughs> I would have never seen it like that. In the ever. moment, that was a basket case. But In the moment, I needed like 12 boxes of tissues. <laughs> but now yeah. I see what that change has done and what it will continue to do. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. sometimes is how we have to view those while they're incredibly difficult. Sort of that shift in the attitude can well, kind and, of help with that. Yeah, and it's an example that a lot of changes can be positive yes. and stressful at the same time. Yes. Uh, getting married can be wonderful, but it can be stressful. Having a baby, get, getting a new house, or, or any of those things can be awesome. Uh, starting a new job. All of those things can be super, but also stressful. Absolutely. And I think that that, I think that's something that we can all relate to is that sort of those life changes. I mean, even going from middle school to high school, you know, those are huge changes. And I'm sure a lot of you can relate to the, the, the kid change like we've talked about and how even your kids change from when they're 13 to, you know, their age now, which you have grown adult children, Sean. So mm-hmm. you, you look back and think, you don't want 13-year-olds living in your house all day, every day. <laughs> no, I do You not. want them to evolve. <laughs> you want the change. We want change. Change is not a bad thing, but we don't always have to agree with it. Right. You know, that's something that we, as human beings, can be accountable for. Is that, yeah, we might not agree with it all, but... Um, and we can't, and there are certain things we can't control. Yeah. And we, we don't want to control, necessarily. Right, right. Um, you know, the other thing I would say in terms of just awareness, the last part would just be we all need to be aware, at least try to be aware and insightful about what our own personality is. You know, some people, uh, when they're faced with change, kind of get quiet or shut down a little bit. And other people, you know, get angry or frustrated. And, and you know, we all have to sort of figure out if I'm stressed or if there's something going on, how do I, how do I typically manage this just because I don't want to, I don't want to come across in a way that I'm going to make people mad or say things that I don't mean or will regret later. But if we're aware of how we cope with change typically, like for example, for me, I know with big changes, it's probably going to take four to six weeks for me to really kind of figure it out and, and, and adapt to it. If I know that, then I can give myself that time. Yep. And I think what's really important too with change is knowing the intent behind it. Yeah. Sometimes with our work change, maybe we have a workflow change that might seem like it doesn't make sense or that might seem like it's not kind of going against our normal routine. You know, and a piece of advice would be if you feel like you're not comprehending or really understanding why this change is taking place, I think the intent of the change is what's very important. Because when something changes, what's our first response? 
why and reasons and reasons why it might not work yeah Mm -hmm. it's just the 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 why right so you know kind of utilizing even our language of caring techniques with positive intent so if we think about the intention behind change and we try to understand it sometimes that can help us through that process yeah yeah you know and that that goes to i think one of the next parts is is that when we're faced with change uh, one of our instincts that's human nature is to try to avoid it, you know, reasons why not, why it won't work, or, or uh, you know, roadblocks. And, and I think what that often really says to us is that we're anxious about change or we, yeah. we're worried about, um, you know, not being able to handle it or it's going to be too much or, or whatever. And, uh, but if we work on embracing and not avoiding, but how, you know, problem solving and how are we mm-hmm. going to get through this and, and, and working through it as opposed to avoiding it, then we're, we're we're going to be that for much closer to working through it. Right. And I think that, you know, something to remember is doing what works for you. Right. So you say sometimes, you know, in your mind, it, it could take you a good four to six weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, find out what that means for you, you know, and sometimes it's, it's the fact of you need to have a process time. And some people have to process things like that. They can't just accept it in the moment. And I respect that. Mm-hmm. So what I would challenge is, so what does it mean for you when a change happens and how how do you cope with that and finding out how that works for you so that you can use it in your benefit yeah because it really comes down to uh, discomfort yes and figuring out how do you deal with discomfort exactly. um and and then coping with that discomfort yes because it's if if we're faced with things that are inevitable then we still have to deal with that discomfort and you know i think it's you know it's a it's an entire life sort of mentality right yes at work we've got change I mean really happening all the time and some people say well that's just going to be flavor of the month right Mm -hmm. or that's just going to come and that's going to go and I'm not going to get too involved with that change I would argue that you should because one time it will won't be the flavor of the month (laughs) right and the next time it might actually be what your department's going to do and there's not a way around it so instead of avoiding it Mm -hmm. looking at it as how do I know I cope with this and then what are some strategies around that if a change happens, how I can appropriately deal with that and utilizing appropriate resources to ensure that you're able to move along with the process. At home, you know, you think of change as, again, I relate this to children because that's probably the best way I can relate is when you go home, your child is not the same child as they were three months ago. Mm-hmm. You've got, they're smarter right they mind talks back um and that's different from you know let's say a year ago but you you know everyone is evolving every day we decide we have different interests that's change right it is you decide that maybe you are going to go on a diet that's change Mm -hmm. so if you look at it in that regard we are really evolving people every single day yeah. And, you know, when you said you said something really important about, you know, doing what works for you. And I think that's important uh, for everybody. Like for me, when I'm dealing with change, I want other things to be really consistent. I want to make sure that I'm eating decently and sleeping OK and, and having my routine good and, and, and doing those coping things, exercise or whatever that work for me as I'm dealing with something else that's that's a bigger change. It just helps me with that consistency. And I think that's incredibly important. For me, I know when some change happens, I am like you, Sean, where it's, I kind of have to make sure that I have a good consistency somewhere else, whether that's 
home. I continue watching The Bachelor and make sure <laughs> that that doesn't leave. That cannot change. <laughs> you don't um, watch The Bachelor. Oh my god! I know me. who's listening watches The Bachelor. <laughs> I know you do. And I, you know, you you have to have those things that can keep that consistency for you. Yeah, and things that make you smile and things that that you can relax to. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Change is super important. Um, mm-hmm. It's hard. And, and you know, I'll, I'll add, you know, we only have a few more minutes, but I'll add, you know, keeping the people you trust. You know, we talked about trust before. You know, I know what you're doing right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm nodding my head. <laughs> that you can really support you. And, and as we're dealing with things, and if people know that you're, you know, you're dealing with change or something's happening, then you can get that support and say, you know, I know that what's going on and you're doing a nice job. And, and, and I think just having that backup helps us. Absolutely. And I kind of giggle and say I'm nodding my head because I think we all could agree that that's probably what you all are doing is it's that yes, yes, yes mentality of being able to find and Sean, I have talked about this in you know previous podcasts of how important it is to find those people. Yeah. And that's how you can you can kind of utilize that as a coping mechanism as far as, hey, you know what, can I grab 10 minutes of your time? I'd like to talk about the new change. What do you think? And sometimes that different perspective can really help us kind of get through that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And the the only last two points I'd make real quickly is I think sometimes with big changes, it's easy to catastrophize to, oh my gosh, that's going to be awful. And then we think about 47 things that's going to be awful <laughs> yes. about it. And then the other thing is, uh, for some people, we should ourselves a lot. People who put so much pressure on themselves, I've got to be perfect. I've got, and, and, and then it's hard because it doesn't work out perfectly or it doesn't go exactly the way we think it should. And then that, that creates more stress. And so, if, again, if we're aware of those tendencies mm-hmm. to try not to do that in the face of change and allow a process and know that you're going to have some discomfort that we talked about, but uh, that it usually almost always gets better. And I think the best thing, we'll leave you sort of with this, is that change is going to be hard and you're going to be messy and you might mess it up. Uh, you might feel like you're making mistakes. Those are all really healthy things mm-hmm. um, because at the end of the day, we can change our processes, make them better, utilize different techniques in our changes that we're working, whether it's work, whether it's home, and knowing that those are really important pieces to making the change better. Yeah. Yeah, so, so really my, my takeaways are going to be awareness of the situation and yourself and your personality. You know, don't, don't catastrophize in the moment and, and continue to do what works for you and keeping your support system close. And, and really the, the last one would be The Bachelor isn't everything. Oh, but it is. Actually, you know what? I'll correct myself. Bachelor in Paradise is everything. Okay? That's what we'll leave you with. Is that, that's what we'll leave you with. All right, see you next time. For more information about Children's Hospital and Medical Center, visit childrensomaha.org. Thanks for listening to Healing Hearts, empowering critical care providers.